Do you know how to maintain your results? You get good progress. You hit your goal. Do you know how to keep it? I've, I've detailed out how to maintain and I've detailed out how I maintain my results and my weight. But I think I need to now tackle the mindset and the misbeliefs that people have today. This is the game of food. This is the game of food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. I've detailed out how to maintain your results. There is an episode, I don't remember which episode it is, but I talk about how exactly I am maintaining my results, how I do it. So I gave you the how-to, but it wasn't enough. I don't think it was enough. And I blame me. I don't blame you. I blame me. It wasn't enough. So let's first review how to maintain your results. Let's say your goal is fat loss. I know everybody listening, it's not fat loss is your goal. I get that. But we're going to use it as an example. Okay, you lose 40 pounds. You do hit your goal. And and I find that a lot of people, once they get into a good program, they're pretty good at uh, listening to their coach and getting to their goal for fat loss. And I think fat loss is a little more exciting than other phases because like, if you do good at fat loss, you get on the scale every week and it's going down. Your your jeans fit better. People are complimenting you. It's like, it, and I think it's honestly, it's it's faster results than like maintenance and muscle building. Muscle Maintenance, you're just like hanging out. I'm serious. Like that's what it feels like. But you have to be okay with that. M- muscle building, I think, is a lot slower. Changing the shape of a muscle group, I think, is a lot slower than fat loss as far as results and, and weekly progress goes. And maintenance phase, I think, is kind of boring. It's actually my favorite phase, but for clients, it's boring. It's like, well, what am I doing right now? You're learning to maintain your results. Very important. Do you want to gain the weight back? Well, no, I don't, but I don't think that's me. Well, it's most people. And since it's most people, and you sometimes have to just go by percentages with humans, then I'm going to put you through a detailed maintenance phase, and I really hope you listen so that you can keep these results for good, possibly. And so what you do, you hit your goal, like I was talking about, you need to slowly increase your calories and you can't delete your workouts and you can't like start sitting more and you can't like do all this stuff that you were doing before. And that's the urge. You get to your goal and it's like, okay, all right, guys, bring on my old habits. I'm ready. Let's eat. You know, I hit my goal. That's what you do. You celebrate, you go crazy and then you lose your results. You can't do that. The beginning of a maintenance phase still feels like you're in a fat loss phase. It still feels like you're dieting because you have to slowly add calories. You have to slowly get more flexible with your nutrition. So for the first few weeks, it just feels like, yep, it just feels like another fat loss phase, but you're heading the direction of maintenance phase. And then when you achieve a maintenance phase, you get to high calories, you are very flexible, you're, you're, you're maybe even very full uh, each day after after your meals and you're still maintaining your weight. Now you're now you're truly probably at like a maintenance calorie range. And what do you do? You got to hang out there longer. People get too bored. Like, well, what am I doing? I've been at this weight for a long time. That's what we're supposed to do. You have to be okay with boring for the good results. The people that get the best results are the people that understand maintenance because they don't have to like redo it all the time. And actually, why I'm making this episode is because I want everybody <clears throat> that's that's listening, I want you to diet less. I want you to spend less time in a low-calorie, 
diet where you have to watch your portions and not allow treats and you know, measure every crumb and stuff like that. I don't want that for you, but you guys are stuck there. You get good results. You get married to a calorie range or you get married to some keto thing or some mail-in bars and shakes and stuff like that. And, and you, you just keep fighting the scale. And you're constantly restarting a diet for like the rest of your life. And that sucks. I don't want that for you, but you got to get out of your own way with a maintenance phase. Okay, good. You did a good job on fat loss, but now you got to learn the next thing. There's always something to learn. There's always a goal. And the goal should be, if, if you hit your goal of weighing 170, well, you should, you should, anytime the scale pops over 175, then you should probably get back into a short-term fat loss phase to get back to where you were. Because that's a trend. If you gain five pounds in two months, if you multiply that out times four, well, you're going to have to start over again. And I've seen it too many times. Sometimes clients will come back. They, they hit their fat loss goal and I explain the maintenance phase. I try to sell them. I try to sell them on a maintenance phase. I'm not asking for more money. I'm just saying, hey, like we got to maintain now. And it's like, well, I think I can do that on my own. Like, and I explain maybe why you shouldn't do that. And, and we've had some clients come back that did not maintain it. Now, is, that's okay. That's okay. I failed maintenance phases too. So I am not here to pick on anybody because I failed them too. And I think maybe that's why, you know, it's okay that I'm talking about this because one, I've experienced it with clients, some sad regains. And then also, you know, I screwed up maintenance. And you know how I got better at a maintenance phase? I kept screwing it up. I stopped giving up. And I, but I never use the language that I've been hearing lately. That I am a yo-yoer. I am all or nothing. That's who I am. I, I can't maintain for some reason. I, every time I hit this weight, I hit 170, I always regain the weight back. It's not a numbers thing. It's a mind thing. It's a knowledge thing. It's an effort thing. Okay, and, 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 and I wanted to share, you know, some of the some of that language, because if you are saying that stuff about yourself, you're all or nothing, you're yo-yo, I can't maintain, you never will, you never will. Who's going who's gonna to maintain? If you have two Spencers, one of them's like, I'm practicing maintenance, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, damn it, I'm going to learn how to do it. And you have, you have Spencer number two that's like, I'm a yo-yoer, I'm all or nothing. I don't know, that's who I am, I'm sorry, can't convince me, that's who I am. Which one's going to maintain? Which one's going to have to diet more of their life? Spencer number two. That's who's going to be dieting all the time. It's, you can gain weight pretty quickly and then you have to always start over. And that's the way it is. That's the way it's always going to be. You overeat, you're going to gain weight. You do a good job of being in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. And that's, that's the thing. But now you have to learn maintenance. It's a whole other thing to learn and, and overcome in your own mind. And this kind of this kind of sparked because there were some people, um, you know, asking about maintenance phase. There were some people that came back that didn't maintain. Again, I'm not picking on anybody because that was me. I've done it. And then we we've also had some people say I am all or nothing, and I just and I, I mean several conversations. So if there's any clients or anyone that's like, oh, he's talking about me. No, I mean it was nine plus conversations I've had in the last two weeks about this. And so I'm like, I'm doing an episode. I just I gotta do it. I gotta do an episode. Because we did this 21-day challenge. Now, 
The 21 day challenge has already started. So don't like go look it up. We already started. We're not letting anyone else into the 21 day challenge, but we let everyone into this 21 day challenge. So new people uh, that we've never met before are jumping in on it. It's been a lot of fun. People are motivated and kind of meeting each other and motivating each other. It's so, it's so cool. I love when we do stuff like that. And then also we let like current clients in on it too, because we like to do that for current clients, like do different challenges, different goals and, you know, stuff like that. And, um, you know, we had a discussion with the team that it was uh, the 21 day challenge for current clients was kind of a good way for people that did master maintenance and now they're ready for a fat loss phase number two. It was kind of a good spark. But what we didn't like was people that had not mastered maintenance phase yet and they wanted to jump in on the 21 day challenge because it sounded exciting because they'd gained some weight back and, and we did let some of them in and stuff, but it felt wrong. It felt like the wrong thing to do as a coach. Not, not, and I'm not blaming the client. It felt like the wrong thing to do as a coach because here I am putting someone back into a fat loss phase that just has not mastered the maintenance phase. Calling themselves all or nothing, or I, I always need a challenge. You guys, you guys should do more challenges. Was a request. You should do more challenges so that I can stay on track. No, you don't need something external. You need to become the person that can turn these phases on and off whenever you want to. Whenever you notice the scale going up, you go, huh, back to fat loss. I gained too much. I'm not going to let emotions take over and tell me, oh, it's okay. You know, I'm enjoying myself. It's happy weight. Because that's how it turns into like unhappy weight is it starts as happy weight. But then everybody gets unhappy with it. You know, they don't get emotional. They start a fat loss phase because the darn scale went past the number they wanted to see, or jeans got tighter, whatever it is. Oh, and they can turn on a maintenance phase. Okay, I got to my goal. I want to stay here this time. Spencer, how do you do the maintenance phase? Well, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you your weaknesses and where you failed before. We don't need like a maintenance challenge. You need to maintain it. You need to overcome the thoughts of, well, I'm gonna return to my old foods, old habits, and I'm gonna overeat and it'll be okay. You know, what tends to happen is like somebody they will start okay in maintenance phase. Like they get it for two weeks and it's like, okay, they're getting this. And then like fast forward another three weeks and it's up four pounds. Yeah, but I'll I'll get it back down. Don't worry, don't worry. And maybe they maintain it again at, at, at four pounds gained. And then you fast forward another three weeks, it's like up another three. So that's seven pounds up. Then fast forward more, it's nine, 12. And you gotta be like, hey, we're trending up. This is, this is not maintenance at all. This is 12 pounds of body fat on you that we now have to get back off. And that's why I mentioned earlier in the episode, now we gotta start a fat loss phase again. So this person is always... In a fat loss phase, it seems like, and they binge for a couple of months and then back to a fat loss. And that's not the way you want to do it. Most of your year should be in a maintenance phase, not fat loss all the time. And it starts with what you think of yourself and the language you're using and how you define yourself. That's what it starts with. Instead of calling yourself all or nothing, a yo-yoer, what, what's some other ones I've heard this week? I need a challenge. You, can you guys do another challenge so I can get motivated? Instead of saying that stuff, I want you to say, I'm practicing balance. I'm practicing maintenance with my nutrition. If this one doesn't land, 
If this one doesn't land, you won't ever keep your results. Now, you might fail a couple more times at maintenance. That's okay. I might even fail at maintenance a couple more times. But you have to kind of keep facing the fire, so to speak. You can't, like, completely quit. Otherwise, you'll never master maintenance. And I think that's kind of why people hop from program to program for the percentage of people that do that. Like, you've done a bunch of programs. I also think it's because sometimes when you hit a goal or you get comfortable... You always turn the switch off, you regain it, and then you just look for the next exciting fat loss program. And that's the journey. You know what I mean? There's always something you're working on, and there should always be something you're working on. If you're not working on something, you're going to end up right back where you don't want to be eventually. And if you master these three phases, fat loss, maintenance, and muscle building, If you master them, like you spend months in them and you do them well, you're a changed person on the other side, in my opinion. Changed. Like you still have a very enjoyable life. You still have treats and all the fun stuff, but you can keep it in control. I'm telling you, it's a good life. It's probably better. It's probably better. It's probably happier. That's why I'm making this episode for happiness. You get through all three of those phases and you master them all and you overcome your false beliefs and get out of your own way and listen to your coach. It's happiness. It's it's happier. I shouldn't say happiness. It's happier than what you are battling your weight up and down all the time. Instead of me saying, I hope this helps, I'm going to say, I hope you apply this. Spencer, signing off.